This episode was recorded on September 24th. Limitless Range Welcome to episode 16 of Limitless Range Podcast. I am Travis Darner here with Logan Sulla. As always, we're we're back at it. I said back and better than ever last week because that was our big return, but I don't think back and better than ever applies to this situation. We're just at the top of our game. We're at the we're at the height of our podcasting game right now. So you love to see it, as the kids say. Um. So what do we what do you got for me today, Sella? Well, we're right into the thick of things with the NBA playoffs. That's kind of our wheelhouse, don't you think? I would say so. Um, obviously, conference finals last night, Heat, Celtics, Miami took a 3-1 lead, 112-109 winners. Tyler Hero was the hero of the night. He had 37 off the bench. Kind of ironic. First, I think said that's the, the only two guys that have scored 35-plus at as young an age as him was like Magic and Kareem. So just an incredible – He's how old? 19? 20. 20. He's 20 years old on the nose, yeah. So an incredible performance from him. Adebayo chipped in 20. Butler had 24. Uh, Goran Dragic had 22. Uh, and they were just really good. They they out-rebounded – well, they didn't quite out-rebound Boston, but they had um, more assists. They shot better. Uh, almost – not. Well, it was about the same on the three-point line, but the game really wasn't as close as the final score indicated – uh, Miami was out in front. Boston made a, a late a late push in the fourth. I think they did get the, they did get the lead, uh, but then Miami pulled back away, and, and Boston kind of had to had to bring it in close. They kind of made it close at garbage time. Heater up three one. Series the series is over? Question mark. I think the series is over. Honestly, I I think that the the um, Celtics could possibly take another game, but I do think the series is over. I think so too. Uh, I just read the stat here. Miami, as a franchise, has had eleven three-one leads in their franchise history, and they've closed out every single one of them. Uh, man, I just I think something about this Miami team. I, they are just really good, and I think the bubble kind of plays to their strengths. They're kind of the opposite of the Clippers. You know, we saw them kind of crash and burn just the entitlement they had and the indifference to the bubble and kind of not wanting to be there. I think everybody from Miami wants to be there just because they have a, a group of young guys that are extremely hungry and they grit and grind and they want it really bad. And you That's can see it in how they play. They play together. They play extremely hard. And I think, you know, we've kind of underrated their talent. I think, you know, we've seen it through four games now. I think they might just be more talented than Boston. Yeah, I I mean, I'm, I've been really impressed with, first of all, they're with their team like they're they have a perfect mix of of veterans and younger guys so you know Jimmy Butler I'm I'm kind of eating my words a little bit because he has turned out to be a fantastic leader on in their club in their club apparently I mean they're about to make the finals and um Tyler Hero just stepping up like he has and Bam Adebayo has been amazing I just it there's something about their team I they're it's Almost the opposite of the Clippers, where, as I said last week, it looked like all the Clippers just hated playing with each other. The, all the all the people on the Heat just look like they love what they're doing. 
and they love their situation and where they're at. Yeah, and and you said all their pieces fit too. So you have, you know, Butler's kind of the alpha dog, wing defender, wing scorer, but then Adebayo plus rim defender, and then you have Dragic in the backcourt, and then Robinson and Hero can come off the – either one of them, Robinson started and Hero came off the bench, but either one of them could start or come off the bench and just catch fire from behind the arc. Iguodala hasn't been great this series, but he's another KG veteran you can have on the defensive end. And, and his experience, I'm sure, has been a huge plus for them. And they're just really good. I, what are they – have they lost – they've lost one game now in the bubble? Two? Two. So they lost one to Milwaukee, and now they've lost one to Boston. So they're 11-2. and two. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. They are just on fire, and, and it and looks like they're going to the finals. Yeah, and it's it's pretty amazing because it looks like they – from what I can see, they have everything you need. Like you said, I mean, they have the wing defender and Jimmy Butler, the strappy wing defender, you know, and they have they have rim protection and Bam Adebayo. They have, you know, stretch, stretch four, stretch five capabilities in Kelly Olenek. They have spot-up shooters and Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero is a lot more than a spot-up shooter, in my opinion, but I think he has definitely has a great ability to create his own shot. Um but they have uh, the point guards, you know, Goran Dragic and um, is it? I, don't, I always mess up his name. Is I think it, it's Dragic. Isn't Dragic yeah. is it Dragic? Okay, I should know. He's from Slovenia. He's from the same place Lucas from. That's true. You're right. Um, but yeah, I just think I think they have everything. I, they have all their bases covered on that team. They have shooting. They have rim protection. They have perimeter defense. They have playmaking. They, I mean. That they they have pretty much every they have all their bases covered. I agree. I mean, I think I want to say there there might still be a player away because I think they'll probably lose to whoever comes out of the West. I think they they they'd probably lose to the Lakers. I think I think if some by if by some magical thing the the Nuggets t- knock off the Lakers and make it to the finals I think the Heat take it over the nu- the Nuggets though I think I I would agree with you that I think I would bet Miami instead of Denver if, yeah but if I that don't, was our finals matchup I don't think Denver is gonna go to the finals I mean it would be cool I would love to see Denver and Miami in the finals I think that'd be sick yeah I, I don't I don't think they're gonna get past the Lakers either but I I agree I think um, Miami would be favored in that matchup I think Miami is going to be kind of interesting to watch for the next few years too because they're kind of like your Dallas Mavericks. They're always in the hunt for free agents too. Mm-hmm. Like that's something about Pat Riley and Spolstra and, and Mickey Arison. Even Udonis Haslam's kind of part of like their godfather brain trust they have down there. <laughs> they, and it's they they just know how to get superstar players down there and, and – who wouldn't want to go play in Miami? I guess you know South Beach, Aqua Water, warm all year round. You know, especially in a league where the bulk of your schedule is played in the cold winter. You know, like I, they're gonna get a meeting with Giannis. They'll. Oh yeah, for they'll sure. They'll get a meeting with. Absolutely. I don't know if how how long Luca's under contract, but he'll probably get extended. But you know, yeah, any big free agents that are coming down the pipeline, Miami will get a meeting with those guys. Um. Yeah, I definitely agree that Miami is a big destination for free agents. Um, and I I feel kind of dumb because at the beginning of the year, I didn't even have Miami in the playoffs. I don't think. I'm trying to remember. We did like a 
prediction podcast yeah, we, at the start of the season. We did like we? a like a standings prediction. I I don't even think I had them in the playoffs. I'd have to go back and listen, but I'm pretty sure I had them as like the nine or ten seed, which looking back on it was super dumb. But Well, you didn't have to out yourself like that. You know, you could have just let well, that one be, but well, I, I I'm appreciate willing, your I'm honesty. I'm willing to admit when I'm dumb, and I was dumb. That was really stupid. I didn't – but then again, you know, I didn't realize the impact that Tyler Hero was going to have coming in. I didn't realize the, that Duncan Robinson was really going to come into his own. Um, there's a lot of things that I didn't realize were going to happen about that team. I mean, I still think they would have made the playoffs, so I don't know what the heck I was smoking at that point. But I mean, I don't think anybody's really seen this coming. I mean, I, I've – was on record. I thought Milwaukee was just going to run through the Eastern Conference, and I, you know, I guess, you know, it, as it played out, Miami was a bad matchup, and and they just kicked their tail really, and, and they're doing the same thing to Boston. I mean, they've just been the better team so far. I, you know, Boston did win Game Three, and they were better that night. But I don't think you can argue at this point that Miami's been a better club through four games. No, absolutely, they have been. Um, well, something that I was thinking about today is, um, what are some, let's talk about some other free agents that are going to be a thing in 2021 because everybody's just focused on Giannis, but there's a lot of other good players that are going to be free agents. I mean, Chris Paul is going to be a free agent. I mean, he'll probably be at the tail end of his career at that point, but. So you're talking about after next season? After next season. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Chris Paul will be a free agent, like I said, probably at the tail end of his career. He'll probably be able to sign one more decent contract, and then he—I bet he'd probably be like a one or two year deal yeah. guy. LeBron is a free agent. True. Um, Kawhi is a free agent, but we've already talked about our feelings on him. Whoa! I guess I for, yeah, you're right because his he's him and Paul George both have the the two year contracts. Yeah, I, yeah they're they, both free agents. Do they have a player option? Um. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. LeBron. Okay. All four of those that I just mentioned, or all three of those, have a player option. So they could opt back in for another year, or they could be free agents. Yeah, it would appear so. Okay. And um, man, what's the possibility that Kawhi and Paul George just bounce and say it isn't working out because they're both they both have a player option next year after next year? I think it's a seems a little far fetched just because the Clippers traded all of those picks to get Paul George, but it's certainly possible, especially if they lose earlier than they probably should, like they did this year. I don't think you can rule it out at all just because, um, you know, the way I think there was some serious intention with how Kawhi and Paul George did those contracts, especially Kawhi, just so that he could have all the leverage uh, in a situation like that where he's able to leave or able to – to go to a team that surrounds him with a better opportunity to win a title than than the Clippers would after next year. Sure, I think it's it's definitely possible. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, um I definitely agree. I think it's I think it's a possibility. I mean, if they get bouncing in the second round next year, Kawhi might be like, "Okay, maybe I didn't make the best decision. Heads on back to Toronto." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I think it's it's certainly something that might gain some steam, especially if you know, I think the Clippers actually will come out next year and be probably really good again. But I, I think it's something that certainly could kind of become a factor in their yeah. in their thinking. But it, I mean, 
did do we think that the the Nuggets just got lucky, or do do you think that the Clippers are maybe just a regular season team, like the kind of similar to the Bucks? Um, I don't know. I think they were on paper they're a postseason team just because they you have the depth at wing and you mm-hmm. have the guy in Kawhi Leonard. Quotes on the guy, <laughs> fun guy, air quote, <laughs> fun guy, fun guy, fun guy, the fun guy. I think there might have been a little luck. I think what was it that uh, you know you can look at all the the metrics and, and the win probability for games and the series was at like one percent for Denver multiple times. So you know I think there was some some luck to it, but I, I think you know you saw in in Game Seven that they were just the better team. They they played harder. They played more together. And and they they played better, you know. Kawhi and Paul George were were terrible at the end of those games. I don't know. I think I don't think the Clippers are just a regular season team, but I guess they they really didn't play the regular season that hard just because that Kawhi was resting all the time and and Paul George was was kind of nursing a couple injuries and they were super conservative as as far as playing their guys. Yeah, I think they'll be back. I think they'll be serious contenders in the West again. Sure, I don't. I don't know if they're going to win the West, but I think, you know, to discount them after crashing and burning after one year, I think would be a, a little much. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll be back next year. Um, and then some other free agents. Blake Griffin has has, uh, has a player option. Um, I don't know. I don't know what my feelings are on him. I feel like he's still good, but the injuries are just killer. The, the injuries and the contract is bad still. <coughs> well, I guess right. you know, right after. And once he hits free agency, obviously he'll he'll probably have to play for less money. But mm-hmm. right now, I think he's just kind of a guy because he's he's a good player. He's just his his contract is so handicapping. I think you know he's kind of not really a difference maker. Yeah, um, Demar Derozan, Otto Porter, and Drew Holiday are all going to be free agents. Um, I feel like Derozan will be at the end of his rope by then. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, and Drew Holiday is uh, in Mavs trade rumors right now. He'd be a good, you know, the, you uh, know you've been saying they need a, another perimeter defender. That's exactly he, what he they could, need. He could definitely do that. Josh Richardson as well from Philly. The center market's looking really nice that offseason. You got Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Steven Adams, um, Giannis. Obviously, he's not a center, but... Uh, then we got the ever-famous Nicholas Batum. <laughs> nice. Oh, man, you love to see it. And uh, that's pretty much everybody. Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, that's pretty much all the people that um, matter. Lou Will. Lou Will's a free agent. Oh, boy. That's going to be nuts, man. If all those guys you know, become free agents, it'll be... A lot like the summer we just had last year, really, with you know Kawhi, KD, Kyrie, that'll be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to tell that off season, and I get to see the Clippers after that off season, and their starting small forward is Wesley Wundu. Yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be, they'll be, they'll be the Clippers again. <laughs> they'll be the Clippers again, right? They will be the Clippers again. Um, weren't they talking about building them a new stadium? I think they are. Yes, it was. It's gonna be. No, they 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 bought out the forum, so they could use that land or something. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I I do think uh, 
owner Steve Ballmer wanted to move them to like Inglewood and build the stadium there. He's one of the most interesting owners in the NBA. I feel like him and Cuban are pretty. pretty I, I like Steve Ballmer. He's kind of he. He sits front row and he gets into the games like. He's a pretty. Eccentric he's a, he's a fan, really. Like, he's a fan. For all the money that he has, he's still a fan. I I kind of like that. Yeah. With that said, uh, we will take a quick break here on Limitless Range Podcast. Um, and when we come back, we will happen to a little bit of uh, Lakers Nuggets Game 4 talk and uh, previews over under stuff like that. So we will be right back here on Limitless Range. Keep it locked. Welcome back to Limitless Range. We are back from our from our break. It's been three hours. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> three hours later, like the SpongeBob, like the SpongeBob, <laughs> like the SpongeBob thing, yeah. like like three hours later. <laughs> yeah. Um. But let's let's talk Lakers. I know this is your this is your giddy up. So hit me with it. <laughs> All right, Lakers are up two one. They play tonight, game four. Lakers are six point favorites. I know you're not a huge sports betting guy, but I'm going to test you out here in a little bit. Um, oh, God. Did, did you watch game three? I am going to be honest with you. Last night was the first basketball game I've watched probably since the second round. Really? I haven't. I really. I have been so busy with, with station manager stuff and with homework and stuff. I haven't really had time to watch any basketball. It was kind of a – it was – it was almost a blowout, and then the Lakers made a huge rally in the fourth. And they they just like turned on their defense. They had like three or four turnovers from Denver in a row, and they they got it within I think as far as four or six, and then they couldn't quite hold on. Jamal Murray had a big fourth quarter. He hit a couple huge shots. He's and, really coming into his own. I'm I've been really impressed with him. Yeah, he had twenty eight in game three. Jokic had twenty two, ten and five. Uh, Jeremy Grant had a huge night. He had 26, 7 for yeah. 11, 2 for 5 from beyond the arc. Really, the story was, though, the Lakers, they got out-rebounded 44 to 25. Sheesh. And I don't know if you saw this stat or not, but they're a uh, trio of big guys, really. So Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and Anthony Davis, three seven-footers combined for four rebounds. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Yeah, Anthony Davis had 27 points, one assist, and two rebounds. In 43 minutes, he had two rebounds. Dwight Howard, 14 minutes, four points, four personal fouls, one rebound. JaVale McGee, eight minutes, four points, one rebound. You know, that that was the story of the game, really. They just could not uh, get So I'm sure LeBron had had a double-double, right, with rebounds? LeBron had a... 30-point triple-double, actually. He had 30 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. They just couldn't win on the glass. Jokic had 10 rebounds. Jamal Murray had 8 rebounds. And that was that was where they lost the game, really. You know, I think... Jamal you know, Murray is really an above-average rebounding point guard. He's... He's really... He's not that big, though, is he? He's no, he's like, not. He's but really like 6... He, I think he's... Is he listed at 6'2"? He I think he's 6'4". He seems shorter than that. Yeah, he, he does. Like, I think it's just because he's skinny and he's like... Maybe he's short. Maybe I guess, but he kind of plays, you know, like a smaller guy too. Really quick, kind of compact stroke too. Mm-hmm. But, quick jumper. He, right. Yeah, I mean he he's impressed me on the boards. Honestly, I mean he there was one game where he had he had 
10 plus, I think. Yeah, he rebounds well for a guard. All right, here's a question for you. Let's so hear it. It's, Lakers are up 2-1. They play game four tonight, which means they play game five on Saturday. We tentatively released this podcast on Sunday slash Monday, correct? Yes. Do you think by the time of episode 16 coming out, so either Sunday or Monday, do you think this series will still be being played? Do you think Denver wins one of the next two games? Yes. Okay, do you think they win tonight? No, I think they win. This is game four? Correct. I think they win game five. So you think they'll be down 3-1 and win game five? And then I think the Lakers will win game six. Okay, tell me why. I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like you're not – you yourself, as a Lakers fan, are not giving the Nuggets enough credit, I feel like. Well, I think you could make that point. I think you could say pretty easily that it could be 2-1 the other way just because of how well Denver played in Game 2 and, and the Lakers kind of got saved by that, that Anthony Davis shot. I'm sure you saw that if yep. you didn't see the game. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, they, they seriously outplayed them in, in Game 3 for – probably 39 minutes the Lakers had a, a good spur to defense but that you know that wasn't enough but I I don't know I think you're right there's something that is kind of a Miami quality about Denver where they they play greater than the sum of their parts I mean Jokic has played out of his mind Jamal Murray's played out of his mind I think those two combined is I don't think it, I don't know if it's enough to push them over the Lakers but I mean cut to next week when we're talking about the Lakers when we're talking about the Nuggets and Heat finals. <laughs> you could be right. I mean, uh, you know, I think it's just if you're the Lakers, I think it's you got to, you know, understand that those two are, will get theirs, you know. But I think it's limiting the other guys. So, you know, you can't give up 26 to Jeremy Grant and 14 to Monte Morris off the bench. You know, I think that'll, that'll, I think that'll be the adjustment they make is, is to really just kind of, you know, not quite center in on Jokic and Murray – but, you know, obviously you have to give them attention, but just to try and cut off the other guys more, I think, is the adjustment to be made. Interesting fact about Monte Morris. I don't know if this is true anymore, but last year, the year before, he had the best pass to, turn, pass to turnover ratio in the league. That's pretty good. Like assist to turnover ratio. That's what I was the word I was looking for. Assist to turnover ratio. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's solid. He's, he's not really – he's more of a forward type, isn't he? He's, I think he's a shooting guard. I guess he's he's listed as a point guard. Yeah, you're right. He's he's a yep. guard. All right. So as you know, I don't know if our audience knows, I am a bit of a sports betting, not quite aficionado, but guru, guru, hobbyist, enthusiast, hobbyist. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna test your. I don't know if you're a huge betting guy as far as point spreads and over unders and things like no, that. No, sir, I am not. But for tonight's game, the Lakers are. Six-point favorites. So they, the Vegas thinks, the, the sharp guys that air-conditioned the desert, think that the Lakers are going to win by six points tonight. What do you say to that? The Lakers are going to beat the Nuggets by six points? Like the, the score is going to be, they're going to be up by six? Correct. Okay. I think that's accurate. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I think I would say that's accurate. All right. So now, you ever heard of a prop bet? No, sir, I have not. So, really, prop bets are kind of bets within the game. So, where I'm going to give you four players. I'm going to give you Jokic, Murray, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. I'm going to give you their over-under on points for tonight. Okay. You're going to tell me if they go over or under. We'll start with Jokic. His over-under is 23.5 points. He had 22 in the last game. Under. 
I think I would probably lean under on him too. I I'd, think he's he's in this, especially in this playoff series. I think he's just he's kind of more of a playmaker. I yeah, feel like I think he. he he's I mean, he can still score, but they use their bread and butter has been that Murray Jokic pick and roll, mm-hmm. and just getting Jokic to the middle of the floor and let him pick his options. I think he's he. I don't know if he's due for a bad night, but I don't. I think you're right. I think tonight he'll be more of a playmaker instead of a scorer. Playmaker and a rebounder, yeah. We'll go Jamal Murray next. His over-under is 25-and-a-half. Over. I think I'd go over, too. That number seems kind of low. Murray, I'm going to predict his exact number that he scores. Let's hear it. 37. 37. As mm-hmm. many as Tyler Hero last Yep, 37. Time. I think I'm feeling more like a 32-33 spot from him. 37. 37, man. I think I – think you know what, what I just said? I could have just went stupid and went like 57, but, you know. He's gotten 50 twice already this playoffs? In the playoffs, yeah. Not I mean, out of he's, the question. He's had multiple 40-point games. Yeah. Multiple 50-point th- games. I think this will be a game where I think Murray will score a lot, but I think the other guys will struggle to get going, I think, just because, you know, I think that's going to be the emphasis of the defense for the Lakers. Who's do you want first, AD or LeBron? Either one. Anthony Davis over under twenty eight points under. I don't know. I just feel I feel like he's he's not gonna have a good game. I mean, he's I think he's still gonna have a good game, but I don't think he's. I think LeBron is gonna be the main the main scorer. I think you might be right. I think you, LeBron will probably. I think LeBron will be due for a, a good night. I think somebody else on that team is due for a good night as well. Like maybe um, is KCP still on that team? He is. He's been shooting the ball well. KCP, maybe maybe Danny Green. I don't know. Da- Danny Green. <laughs> Danny Danny Green has to be one of the most inconsistent players I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's throw up a two for twelve <laughs> yeah. and go seven for nine the next game. Yeah, it's like it's insane. But yeah, I think somebody I think somebody else is due for a good game. I think I'd go over on AD. I think. It's going to be one of those games where they come out and run their first eight sets for AD, and he'll end up with like 15 in the first half. Over, under, on rebounds. <laughs> we can get two. We, we, can, <laughs> we can get to I'm going to go under. LeBron's over, under is 27 and a half. You think over on that one? Yeah, I, I would say over on LeBron. I, I'm saying I'm going to say 30, 34 points for LeBron. I could see it. I think I might go a hair under. I think 26 or 27 sounds good. I think this will be a bigger AD night. I think LeBron's going to want to get him going. I don't know. I I think you're right, though. I think this could be one of those games like we saw the one with Rondo popped off or or Markeith Morris. I think you know you could see a big night from either one of the other guys, either Caruso, Green, KCP. I think I think it could be one of those nights. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Um, you got any more over unders for me? Ah, uh, I could give you one more. You want <laughs> what kind of? Over-unders on rebounds. I can give you a rebound in one. There was talks that when – because JaVale signed with them last year, right? The app before before last season. Yes. So there was talks that after last season he was going to head out and go get his bag because he had a really good season last year. He did. I, I kind of like him. He's kind of reinvented himself as just a journeyman, rim protector, energy guy, catches lobs. Yep. Would be perfect on the Mavericks, so come on over. He could. I mean, uh, if he wins a title with the Lakers, I don't think he's going to leave. Probably not. But, but he's already a two-time NBA champion, right? He is. He won two with the Warriors. Well, going for number three. He is. All right. Over, under, rebounds, I'll give you one. 
How about Kyle Kuzma? Over under three and a half. I'd say over. I think I think he could get four or five. I think so. I think they're gonna want to crash the boards after their poor showing in the last time I out. I think I mean I think you can get you I think four or five boards is something that you can get just by playing. Like just by being playing hard, yeah. Just by well, being a thing. Like just by being He hasn't there. gotten a ton of run this series, Kuzma, but three and a half's probably right. I'll, I'll go over on it. Sure. You think he's you think he's uh gonna stay with the Lakers? Or you think they're gonna trade him for something? I don't know. I think he's probably their biggest trade chip outside of AD and LeBron, yeah. I think he would probably fetch the most on the market. I I think I could see it. I think especially LeBron is such a win now guy. I don't think He's gonna. I think if he can cash Kuzma in for, you know, another veteran player, I I think, I think that might be a a, a good idea. I think he was kind of the guy they wanted to keep instead of Lonzo and Ingram and and all those guys. I could, I could imagine. I mean, could you imagine like if they if they ended up throwing in Kuzma instead of Ingram into that trade and Ku, and Ingram had the breakout year that he had this year? Yeah, that would be game changing. Sure. I but, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I think. The change of scenery is a big factor I, yeah, in I don't, Ingram's development. I, I don't think Ingram was meant to be in LA. I no. think he's. I think he's more of a. He's more of a small market guy. Sure, I think he's just a better fit in in New Orleans, and and I think he just needed to get away from from LA just because of the expectation and and LA. You know, before LeBron out there it was really just a losing situation. I think that this is kind of changing the subject, but I think that uh, Lonzo. Ingram and Zion are, are going to be a three-headed monster at some point. I, I'm i selling my Lonzo stock just because, boy, he was bad in the bubble. There's, But Ingram and Zion, I, I, you know me, I'm, I am high on Zion, and Ingram certainly looked apart this year. I mean, the biggest thing is, like, Lonzo is just – there's trade rumors. He can't of, of shoot him. is he, the problem. I mean, he shot, like, 36% from three, though. Well, he, he can't shoot. He can't shoot free throws no, at all. He can't he shoot, cannot free shoot, free, shoot free throws. I don't understand how, as a point guard, you shoot fifty-seven percent from the free throw line. That does not make any sense to me. That is weird. Usually, you see guys that can shoot well from outside. I mean, DeAndre have... Jordan shot better than the free throw from the free throw line than that. Exactly. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still, I still think Lonzo. I still have a lot of faith in Lonzo. I still think he he could be really good. I mean, I think he could. He's a possible nightly triple double candidate because he's a great rebounder for a guard. He's a obviously a great passer. Um, he's good at attacking the rim. The shooting's a little leaves a little bit to be desired, but I think I'm not I'm not sold on him as like a a big you know difference maker all star guy. I think, but I do think he he's could a good be glue guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think he's somebody that can carve out a, a role for himself for you know the next ten or twelve years as being. Probably a backup point guard can run the offense and rebound, defend, do all those things. I, I think he's one of the best defensive point guards in the league. He is. He's very, very good on the defensive end. It's just that he's so lengthy. He's got really long arms. Sort of like a. I think he could be like a Dennis Shooter type almost. Yeah, I, I, that's, I think I think that's the, I, that's the guy I would point to if I was. That's his ceiling. In, in Lonzo's ear, to all right, you can you can do this, and I think you, he could do it really well. Dennis Schroeder should have won Sixth Man of the Year. That's facts. He's with Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, Montrez Harrell run it, won it, right? He did. Yes, that's that's bull. That is bull. He's not a he's not a six man. You can't have two six men. He's a seventh man. <laughs> well, he was seventh man of the year. It's I guess. not seventh man of the year. It's six man of the year. That's bull crap. 
He's I I was so angry about that. He's not. You can't have two six men. I I yeah. I don't know. His his production was was pretty good though. I'm not saying he's not good. Like he was a good player. It's just he doesn't deserve six man of the year because he's not a six man. Maybe I hope they give you a ballot soon. Or I guess they kind of did it with Simmons giving him rookie of the year after his redshirt season. Yeah, and that's like that'd be like LeBron winning most improved player. Like it it doesn't make any sense. All right, well, limitless range fans. No state of the Mavs this week. We got a, a state of the Mavs double feature pretty much coming for you next week. Yeah, um, we're gonna do a state of the Mavs. Talk a little bit about their um their playoff future stuff like that, and then we're gonna highlight some potential trade free agency targets for the Mavericks. And with that, we're going to wrap up here on Limitless Range. Kind of a shorter episode this week, but next week we're going to have a pretty long episode. So stay tuned for that. With that said, I'm Travis Garner. Logan Sella. And we're out. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week.